You're invited to an evening, Israel and the Middle East, a night of prayer, education, and worship coming up December 5th. And we're going to find out about that evening that's going to take place over at Cornerstone Church in Eldridge as we talk with Ryan Karp from Chosen People Ministries, who's with us this morning. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. How are you? We're doing wonderful. It's uh, nice to have you with us on this lovely Friday morning. Um, talk to us about this, uh, the event that's come up, kind of what, um, what was the inspiration for it? What, uh, I, I know there, you know, with the conflict and everything, but what, what led to, to just bringing this all together? You know, I'll tell you a very, uh, personally, my wife and I have been looking at each other for the past two months and it's probably been the hardest two months of our lives because mm. my family lives in a little city in the center of Israel called Jerusalem. You guys may have heard of it. Mm-hmm. And my brother is a soldier who was injured early on, but thank God he's doing okay now. Oh, my. oh man! But but we we feel like we need Christians. We need prayer. We want people to stand up with us and to stand up for God's word. And if the, if God says He's going to be faithful to my people, the Jewish people, then I want Christians who are faithful to God and who believe that God is faithful to them to stand up with God. Amen. So, Absolutely. Ryan, let's delve back a little bit to your history and how you got involved in the ministry of Chosen People Ministries and um, really connected with Chosen People. Yeah, Chosen People is the ministry the Lord used to lead my father to salvation when I was about nine years old in suburban Washington, D.C. And then I came to faith because of the work of Chosen People Ministries, congregation plants, and um, children's camps when I was 10. So by the time I was 19 years old, Um, You know, I had already been fully enmeshed within a Jewish believing environment, but what really happened was I went on a Jewish trip to Israel as a college student and was kicked off because I believed in Jesus, and that changed my life because I came back brokenhearted for my people. And so I started working with Chosen People Ministries because I wanted to share the gospel of Jesus with my people, and uh, it snowballed since then. Wow. But Chosen People has been incredibly inspirational and continues to be. We're in 19 different countries, but our biggest is here in the United States. I, I don't mean to, to to distract, but can you tell me more about, you just said that you got kicked off the tour because you believed in Jesus Christ. How did that happen? What what? How did that transpire? How did, you know, how did that happen? Well, when I was 19, I sort of hit a low point. I was relatively depressed, and I uh, went to my parents. They introduced me to a friend of theirs who discipled young men. And for the first time, I really started reading the Scripture and believing what God said about me as a follower of Yeshua, Jesus. So I decided I wanted to go on this, go somewhere into the wilderness, because I had this idea that all these biblical characters Mm. met met God in the wilderness. Mm. Mm -hmm. And the next day at my college, free trip to Israel was written in chalk on the sidewalk. So I said, (laughs) that sounds perfect. It was a trip for Jewish college students, which is pretty much available at all U.S. colleges. And I told myself, I'm not going to offer that I believe in Jesus unless somebody asks me. I just want to have a nice trip and come back and start fresh with the Lord. And Uh I I broke my own rule four days in. I offered that I believed that Yeshua said something about a spiritual matter that we were talking about. And they looked at me and they said, who's Yeshua? And I said, well, that's the Hebrew name for Jesus. And they said, you mean like Jesus Christ? Because they'd only heard it as a bad name. Right. And, and uh, I said, yeah. And uh, by the next day, after somebody decided to yell at me and curse at me, well, I was kicked wow. off the trip. When I asked why, they didn't say, but it was obvious. But I didn't hate oh. them for it. I loved them even more. Right. Wow. Right. 
Well, Recognizing he, the hunger. Yes, yeah. And like Jesus, oh, but, he wept yeah. over Jerusalem yeah. because he longed to have them come to him and mm-hmm. find refuge in him. And that's that's the story we proclaim every day here at Moody Radio, that we long for people to find refuge in him. But, uh, Ryan, as we think about what is happening over in the Middle East right now and the the different accounts that we're hearing from different news outlets and 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 not knowing whether we can actually believe what we're hearing sometimes because of the the bent or the, and, and hearing about how anti-Semitism mm-hmm. has grown here in the U.S. Um, what are some of the things that you're going to address on that evening, December 5th, at Cornerstone Church that, you know, just are going to bring us together in support of of God's Word and His desire for His people? That's an excellent question, because it's so easy for people to become politicized in an environment like this, and that's not what we want. What we want is to biblically frame what happened on October 7th and what is still happening today, and frankly, what has happened to the Jewish people throughout time, because this is not an abnormal time for the Jewish people. It's just abnormal because we haven't seen it for 75 years, and it is scary. Uh, for a lot of Jewish people, not only in Israel, but around the world, because like you said, global anti-Semitism is unfortunately on the rise, and it's not a surprise. It was always there, but it seems to have erupted right now, where you are hearing uh, horrible things come out of mouths of demonstrators in cities in our own country. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, you're, you're seeing that Jewish people have been murdered outside of Israel and attacked outside of Israel. Um, so this is something that you know, I'm Jewish, and for me and my family, we have to take note, and I have to, you know, take precautions to protect my children. But what we're going to do on December 5th is we're going to worship, we are going to pray intently in God's Word, and we are going to present what God says about the Jewish people and how Christians and Jewish people ought to relate together, because we want to stand on that. Mm-hmm. So what do we be? What do we need to be prepared for when we attend and we, you know, we are we're there uh, on the fifth December? What is it that we should come prepared uh, mentally and emotionally? Well, you will hear about a few difficult things. I'm not going to get very graphic, of course, but you will hear about what happened on October seventh and in the aftermath. You will hear some things from Scripture that you may not have heard before, and so I would say come prepared to be educated about the relationship between uh, non-believing Jewish people and Christians, because it's very hard to believe that God can love a group of people who have not yet put their faith in Christ, and yet that's exactly what both the Old and New Testaments describe as God's love for the Jewish people, and at the same time, love Christians who have put their faith in Christ. But the idea of, especially the Book of Romans, is that those two groups of people will come together in the death and resurrection of Jesus. Mm, That's so good, Ryan. Would you give us some prayer requests, maybe some things you're praying for right now to equip us as we go to prayer every day for the situation and for Israel and the Middle East? Yes, I'd love to. Uh, Number one, pray for our Chosen People Ministry staff in Israel, who are suffering just like everybody else, but who are ministering. So pray that their families are sustained. Number two, pray that continued aid keeps coming in, because we are, we are ministering to dis- about a million displaced Israelis from the north and south who are now in the center of the country to avoid Lebanon and Gaza rockets. Mm-hmm. Number three, pray for the release 
of hostages safe and healthy. Mm. Uh, number four, pray for the hearts and minds of Arabs throughout the Middle East, but especially in the West Bank and Gaza to turn to Christ miraculously. And number, whatever number, <laughs> uh, pray for the hearts of the Jewish people to also recognize their Messiah, because yeah. even in hard times, the Lord can be glorified. Mm. Some of the most beautiful hearts that I have ever met are uh, Jewish individuals who have come to understand and turn their life over to Jesus. Mm. Um, I, my family has Jewish heritage. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, my, my grandparents um, uh, left Alsace-Lorraine and moved to America, and my grandfather was very Jewish uh, until he married a good Catholic girl. Uh, <laughs> and then that, that ended that. Um, but it was, um, I have never met, uh, there's just an energy, there's, a, there's, a, there's just something extraordinary about individuals who love and honor the traditions of, of the Jewish people, but also fully understand, embrace, and love Jesus with all their heart. There's just something extraordinary about it. Well, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, that's the only life I know, but man, it is a rich life. It is. Mm -hmm. It is indeed. Hey, Ryan, I would like to know if there's something that we're missing. Is there something that we are missing that you think we all should know about what is happening right now? What is happening right now is not political. It's not social. Uh, it's not racial. It is completely spiritual. Yeah. It is utterly spiritual. Like I said before, this is not new. People have tried to destroy the Jewish people until the time of Jesus and after the time of Jesus. If the devil wants to thwart God's plans, what better way than to destroy the apple of his eye? Yeah. However, there is a recipe that God gives for the destruction of the Jewish people. But thankfully, God is funny because he gives this sarcastic recipe in Jeremiah 31, starting in verse 34, where it essentially says, if you can measure out everything I've created, the stars in the sky, the heavens above, the waves, the earth below, then Israel will cease to be a nation before me. He's funny, in my opinion, because he says, all you have to do is just be greater than me. Right. So God right. is faithful. <laughs> we have to remember that. God is Amen. faithful, and if we believe in a faithful God, he will be faithful to us and to the Jewish people. Amen. As far as what's happening, it is horrible. It is, I don't want to make light of the situation. We have to mourn with those who mourn. Um, and right now is a time to mourn and encourage our Jewish friends and neighbors and colleagues and fight against anti-Semitism and stand up for God's Word. Amen to Amen. that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Ryan, thank you, brother. Appreciate uh, spending some time with us this morning and appreciate everything that you uh, and the ministry are doing. And thank you very, very much. Thank you so much for having me. Hope to see everybody at Cornerstone Church in Eldridge on December 5th. Absolutely. Have a good Thank rest of your so day. Thank you so much, man. Ryan. Bye-bye.